Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Paul, good morning. Good morning, Dylan. Thank you for having me on. Of course, absolutely. So let's talk about District Attorney... Larry Krasner and Krasner's view of law and disorder in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm not a fan of uh, of our DA, and uh, he basically, when he took office, uh, he he fired some of the best prosecutors we ever had in Philadelphia. Uh, some of which, uh, you know, he had to come up against as a defense attorney. Uh, he had no Krasner had previously had no prosecution experience, he was not only a defense attorney, he was an advocate. I mean, he he uh, filed uh, suits against the police. I think the number was 73 times. I'm not sure uh, off the top of my head. but uh, and, and the prosecutors he hired to uh, replace those skilled and successful, experienced prosecutors seems to me were more hired for their progressive views than their prosecution skills. And of course, that's what we have. But on, on the 14th, August 14th, he filed the charges and, and held a press conference uh, uh, naming a juvenile, 17-year-old West Philadelphia juvenile, on, on a slew of terrorism-related charges, including, uh, let me see, weapons of mass destruction, criminal conspiracy, arson, causing, risking, catastrophe, attempt to commit criminal mischief, possession of an instrument of crime, and recklessly endangering another person. Now, normally, terrorism-related charges are prosecuted at the federal level by a U.S. attorney. So I was curious why it was handed off to the DA. Now, the investigation was done by the FBI uh, Terrorism Task Force here in Philadelphia, which has Philadelphia detectives uh, assigned to it. And... uh, I emailed the U.S. Attorney's Office and and the DA's office asking why the DA was prosecuting and not the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Philadelphia, and and neither of them responded. Uh, So what I did was I contacted Ralph Cipriano. I don't know if you know him. He's an outstanding investigative uh, journalist, and he writes a big trial for Substack. Uh, So I contacted him, and what he said he heard was, the feds don't like to prosecute juveniles. So that that was one of the reasons they handed it off to the DA. I wonder if there's some politics involved as well. I, I, I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, uh, well, he's in court now. There's a court case going on now to whether to see this juvenile, 17-year-old juvenile, mm-hmm. can be prosecuted as an adult. Now, I think he should be 
because the crimes are, are pretty serious. And, well, when I was 17, I was in the Navy. I was serving on an aircraft yes. carrier. So he, he's an adult to me, and particularly that he, he's uh, suspected of doing all these different things, including uh, contacting foreign terrorist groups. And, uh, and Paul, I had mention, re- at the time I had reported on this, mm-hmm. and, and at first I know I think 6ABC was one of the first. It's not too far from 6ABC. Uh, even though, you know, they're, they're on the Philadelphia side like this, but it's technically, it's, it's a long, not too far from City Ave on the main line there. But then mm. the next day they finally confirmed it. And I know all the neighbors were saying they couldn't believe this. They were, there was a huge SWAT presence surrounding the home. But yeah. you're writing about the fact that this is the teen son of a prominent attorney in Philadelphia. Yes. He ran for judge. Well, he lost, but he ran for judge. As a Democrat, yeah. And so, are you? So, could some could some infer that perhaps because the teen is the son of a prominent Democrat, that maybe federal charges are that it's being held out of the the federal jurisdiction? Possibly, and and I'm and I'm curious if there's a connection between the attorney and the uh, and the DA. They're the same uh, political party. They have the same political views, I understand. Uh, I don't have any uh, information or, or, or facts on this, but, but I have my suspicions. And, but things may change. If, if the judge rules he could be tried as an adult, the feds could take over. So if right. we're, out, we're out saying they, they don't like prosecuting juveniles, but if he's ruled to be charged a, as an adult, that could change. The other question is his parents, the yeah. attorney himself, uh, has done things to help the son, including the weapons. Like Ralph said, Ralph Cipriano said to me, you know, he said, this kid's setting up bombs in their backyard. Isn't that something you would notice? I would notice. Something you would inquire about. You would and the think. mother, the mother took him to Walmart, helped him get a passport. So the, fe- the, the U- U.S. attorney may be uh, doing charges in the future against the parents uh, as accessories or or, or, or perhaps more serious charges than that. And so was this, I mean, at the time they had said that he was a like a wannabe terrorist, that he yeah. was fascinated with some of the terrorist groups, and I believe it was a Chechen terrorist mm-hmm. group that he, that he was enamored with. I, I do have to wonder if they're looking at the mental health of this 17-year-old to figure out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but uh, again, these self-radicals, he, he's, like you said, he's uh, uh, contacted through his phone and through social media, these terrorist groups overseas. And uh, as Ralph wrote on uh, a big trial, Ralph wrote that uh, uh, the, uh, the, well, the, other, the affidavit was written by a Philadelphia detective attached to the FBI task force, not a FBI special agent, which is usually the case in terrorism-related charges. It was written by a Philadelphia detective. And in a post-Miranda sentence, Ralph wrote that the, he admits that the, the teen suspect admits to watching and sharing terrorist organization propaganda videos and photos. Uh, and the kid also admitted to purchasing tactical gear, chemicals, and various bomb-making materials, which he put together in his bedroom and tested in his backyard. Uh you know, he was building these things to establish credibility with different terrorist groups. That's what Ralph wrote. It's scary. 
It really is. <laughs> and so now, you know, moving forward, we, I guess, because I had wondered what was going on with that. And we had, you know, I had messages from some of the people living in, in and around that area saying, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, this, yeah. this is a scary thing. I, sure. I, just, I just have to wonder, you know, moving forward with teenagers and I think of the pandemic, and I'm a mom of teen boys, but mm-hmm. amid the pandemic, school lockdowns, mental health issues, there's a lot swirling here. And so yeah. I, I, I am fascinated with this case. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I will say is that in there, we learned that the, the father reportedly gave this kid access to more than 50, you know, right, 50 plus firearms. Yeah. And uh, Ralph Cipriano corrected that. He said it was like 29, but still, that's a lot of guns. Okay. <laughs> that that guns. was one of the quotes. Okay, so it was more I, like... I'm a gun guy. I'm right. a gun enthusiast, and I don't have 29 guns. <laughs> I have far less than 29 guns, and I'm, a, I'm an enthusiast. Now, whether those guns are legal or not, I understand the father had a, a permit to carry, a license to carry a firearm, and you can own 29 guns. That's not illegal, I, mm-hmm. I believe. I'm not a lawyer. I'm a writer, but right. uh, you can own 29 guns. I own several myself. Uh, but still, the, a 17-year-old does not have the, the legal right to those guns, and, you, and the parents have a responsibility under yes. the law to make sure that a teenager and someone younger does not have access to firearms. That's how these mass shootings and, and things occur. Uh, in several cases, uh, youngsters took their parents' uh, yes. guns. Yeah, now, when, now my, my children are grown, but when they were growing up, I always made sure that my, that my firearms were locked up and separated from the uh, bullets as well, except for the one that I carried, which was never within their reach. Yeah. And it's a, it's a crime if you do allow your child. So there's the question of whether this... 17-year-old had access to firearms. Now, again, at 17, I had been trained in, in rifles and handguns in the Navy, mm-hmm. but I wasn't allowed to have a permit to carry or, or even to purchase a gun at 17, even though, in my case, I, I was trained in the military. So there, there's a lot more to this case. It's a, it's a fascinating case, like you mentioned, and on the other hand, it's a scary uh, case, particularly if you happen to be a neighbor that someone's mm-hmm. blowing up. Now, why didn't anyone call the police? He, he's He's blowing up things in the backyard. Uh, I'm, I'd be curious to know, has, have, have neighbors called the police on him? Now, as I understand it, uh, he came to the attention of the FBI task force <laughs> with the social media things, mm-hmm. or perhaps there was an informant. I don't know. Well, there's I a think whole it, lot, I think a whole it lot was, to this case to come yeah, out. Paul, I think it was what, what I had reported, there was a Chicago case. And so they were actually investigating others, and they were able to, thank God, thwart a, a terrorist-type attack that was being planned in Chicago. Mm-hmm. When, they, when they were investigating that and they thwarted that attack, they apparently they started looking at the different transmissions, communications. That's what led them to the 17-year-old in Philadelphia. Who I didn't they know that. Then, I didn't know yeah, that. They yeah, that's interesting. began yeah. to investigate. I would just say... I always say move toward transparency and these are important conversations to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, know, know what, uh, know what your kids are doing in their rooms. Even I think of Columbine, I've been saying for so many years, the yeah. fact that kids are doing something in the basement and say, 
uh, mom and dad, you're not allowed to go in my room or my basement. And my answer is, A, you do not have freedom of speech in my house because this is my house. And number two, you're not allowed to lock up your room or lock up the basement. I'm I'm allowed in my home, my basement. You're if I'm putting away your socks and your underwear in your drawer, I'm going to look around. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so part of this is parents ha- need to be aware. Unfortunately, a lot of kids nowadays, teenagers are we're seeing the the mental health aspect combined with the video games and this, you know, it's very possible that maybe this there, you know, this kid was recruited, I guess, yeah. by terrorists because he was online. You have to know what your kids are doing when yeah. they're online and be yeah. involved. And, yeah. and I don't mean to be judgy or preachy to any parent because mm-hmm. I'm humble on this. Every day I'm yeah. trying to talk to my kids, what's going on? Let me see what video game you're playing. Let me see, you know. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'm in no way am I trying to be judgmental because I don't know the full story. Yeah, I was lucky. Grow when my kids were growing up. My wife was good. She tossed their bedrooms. <laughs> she she was like a professor. I I worked <laughs> for the defense department. I did security work for the defense department. And every year I would go to Washington for CIA, FBI, and the you know the federal alphabet uh, classified briefings. And I would come home and joke and tell my wife, "Oh, the CIA guys all said to say hello," because she was good. Uh, <laughs> she would toss their bedrooms, go through everything. I mean, they. Social media was real limited with my daughter, AOL, had just started. But my wife was on top of that, too. Uh, and parent needs to be. Parent yeah. needs to be. Now, whether you, you say he was recruited, it appears he contacted them. Uh, and, you know, and, and then, of course, you know, that's how these uh, self-radicals get involved. Now, I don't, from what I've read so far, I don't put him in, 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 in well, like I said, I, I'm, I'm guessing I don't think he's in the class of a mass murderer like Columbine, the killer from Columbine, no, no, or no. something like that. I think that you know he's more just into a, a Islamic a radicalism, which is curious because in the news today it's all about the Russian invasion of Ukraine, mm-hmm. the threat from communist China, and these yes. are legitimate news stories and important news stories. But terrorism, the threat of terrorism, is, is taken a back seat because. Well, we're conducting operations in Syria and and back in Iraq. A CENTCOM commander just talked about raids, uh, 20 raids, I think, they had in Syria and and Iraq, successful raids against terrorists. So we're still involved in a war on terrorism, but it's sort of taking the back, you know, going to the back pages of the uh, uh, news products. And, And with this case, we see, you know, had this juvenile not been arrested, what were his plans? What did he plan to do? Uh, was he did he plan to get on a plane again? His mother got him a passport. Did he plan to get on a plane and go to Syria, uh, like like other American uh, radicals have, uh, Muslim radicals have done, or did he plan some kind of, as the district attorney Larry Krasner mentioned, uh, uh, the FBI task force thwarted a, a, a potentially catastrophe here in Philadelphia. Would he have tempted something in here? Again, this will all come out in the trials. Uh, and at this point, it's all speculation. And, uh, you know, some feds and, you know, and, and detectives do like to talk to reporters. Ralph has great sources. I have some. Uh, Ralph has some great ones. But uh, there's going to be a lot's going to come out in the trial. It's going to be a very interesting and, in some ways, uh, scary trial. 
Yeah, I think, you know, on this one, I, I will simply say that I hope that as they move forward, whether they do a plea deal, it sounds like the parents from day one were fully fully uh, cooperating and were shocked. Mm-hmm. That was the, the report that we had received. Well, that's what he told the, the father. It was interviewed by the Daily Beast, yeah. and that's what he told him. He was shocked. But again, you don't know your son's blowing things up in the backyard. Would you notice that if your teenagers were blowing things up in the backyard? I notice <laughs> if my kids uh, are eating chips on the couch and right. I'm vacuuming yeah. it out, okay? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I again, is you know, this is... I do think with the mental health situation happening post-COVID, post-mandates, particularly mm-hmm. in areas that were the the strictest in the nation, yeah. but there was something that happened across the nation, no matter where you lived, to kids and young people, as well as, like you're saying, news coverage, the barrage of social media and, and mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. And I, I do think, I know for my husband and I, we, we say hey, let's unplug, whether we go for a bike ride, where we take some time off, where we can have conversation, you know, and sometimes we we talk to, you know, our sons, our teen sons about the fact of just, you can always, you can, I always say, just as with a journalist, you can tell me something off the record. If there's right. something you need to confide and maybe you just trust dad with that, mm-hmm. that's okay, or me. I think we have to have more of these conversations. Again, I don't know particularly with this, what was going on, the fact that the parents were compl- just oblivious to it as a, as or, a parent, as a mom. That's, or complicit. Or, or a, you know, in the... The mother, that, bought, the mother got him, uh, bought chemicals for him at Walmart or, or some store. The mother bought chemicals for him. Uh, but something at Walmart, she might be, she's over in the, I mean, Walmart, she might be over buying flip-flops and the kid's like, Hey mom, I put something in the cart. I I'm not gonna, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna yeah. say the parents are guilty in this either. Oh no, I, right? I have no idea. That's yeah. to be pro- to be proven. Yes, I suspect, and my sources have told me that the parents are going to be charged by the U.S. attorney. Oh, that's coming down the line. That's what my sources are telling me. But again, it's speculation. It's pure speculation. Uh, it may come out that they uh, the kid was blowing things up in the yard, and they would reproach him for it but he would do it again uh we we don't know i i I suspect uh well i don't want to say i I think they they they, uh they they knew they knew and they may have approved of of his actions Uh, but that's again pure speculation on my part and on the speculation of uh people that are contacting me and talking to me uh this 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 will all come out there. The key right now, and this is in court, mm-hmm. will he be tried as an adult? Yeah. If he's tried as an adult, several things could happen. Krasner will continue, but again, he's got he's got a terrible track record as a district attorney. So uh, his guys may blow it. Uh, I would prefer to see it go into the hands of the U.S. attorney personally, and that may happen if he's. If he's ruled to be tried as an adult, they may take it back. They have the ability to take it from the DA. Uh, he may want it because of politics to go back to the DA. I, I, I don't know. That's that's inside stuff that I'm not privy to. Uh, and, and again, will the parents be charged? Uh, they probably won't be charged. Now, Krasner was asked that at the press conference, and he said, we don't believe in guilt by association. Uh, it is curious. He made a statement at the announcement that was curious. 
that this uh, juvenile was arrested, but this by no way or means is, is other people of religious belief, including Muslims. Uh, you know, it doesn't taint them. Mm-hmm. He never says that about cops. When he, when he indicts a cop, although he failed at prosecuting them, most of them, when he indicts a cop, he never says this is no way or means indicative of the other police officers who are honest yeah. and decent. He never says that. But, but, he, but he made a point of saying it, it doesn't reflect on other people. And he's absolutely correct. It doesn't reflect no. on other people of faith, including Muslims. But I like to see him say that once about cops. <laughs> yeah. Well, well said. I, I appreciate you and that you're writing about this because there are still so many questions. And I know, uh, like, you're, yes, I mean, with, with what you're saying, I mean, so many in the community saying, whatever happened to that thing? We are in, in mid-August as we count down to back to school. And I know a lot of people maybe uh, had forgotten about it. It just happened on August 14th, but mm-hmm. no doubt we'll bring you all the updates. Paul, thank you so much. Paul Davis, if you want to read more about Paul's article, it's in broadandliberty.com. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Dawn. Have a good day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 